because early game, it's really difficult. And I think it becomes much easier once you unlock more parts. So I think now they're thinking like, oh, okay, you're very limited early on. So we want to increase your options with what you have. Smiling because I just saw the little uh, recording countdown coming up. I'm not going to say anything because curse words will come out of my mouth this early in the morning. Um, good thing we're only on the second story and we still have a bunch more. Yeah, Amakor is really interesting. I want to talk more about it because I've seen a bunch of stuff on Reddit, but I will get going with my first story. My first story is about Sweden's evil gaming corporation, Embracer Group. Embracer Group is thinking about I'm going to sneeze. Every time. It's because we started recording. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. Thank God this doesn't matter for YouTube Shorts. Okay. Embracer Group is thinking about selling everyone's Borderlands loved studio Gearbox, right? Which is a shame. So some quick history about Embracer Group. They went on a huge buying spree at the start of, at the end of 2021 into 2022. At the end of 2022, they're like, um, by the way, investors and government in Sweden, uh, we might have a bit too much debt. So we need to restructure. And then they, of course, sold a bunch of studios, laid off a bunch of people like typical VCs do, suck out all the good stuff, get rid of all the important stuff and then you have whatever's left over the shells of dead companies right you've seen those death memes with the guy and the doors on, on reddit or on social media right and now apparently gearbox is coming up to the auction bench or the auction gavel whatever you want to call it and it's not guaranteed at the moment but they are shopping around for it and this to me it it makes a little bit of sense i want to hear what the guys think about it just because woodlands is a somewhat mainstream game, but like Remnant 2, which, which of course did really well on Steam, but again is a drop in the pond when it comes to some other bigger franchises. They're making Homeworld 3, which is the trail I gave Adam for today, right? Homeworld 3. RTS games are making the comeback. I just kickstarted another one for 2025, but like StarCraft 2 is dead pretty much, despite being really popular a few years ago. It's, it's unfortunate. But I think Gearbox is just not making games that, especially when it comes to VCs, right? You were looking for that huge double-digit 40, 50% returns after buying millions of dollars buying companies or billions of dollars buying companies. And if you're not gaming it, you're like, yeah, I've got to tell investors that, okay, I have to make money and I, this didn't make us money, so I'm getting, I'm selling it. And of course, after they announced Gearbox, their shares went up in Sweden by 6%. But yeah, I, I'm interested to see what you guys think about Embracer selling another company. Curious strategy, because yeah, yeah, box. I don't know the numbers, right? But it's almost guaranteed that whoever buy Gearbox and release a Borderland, a Borderland Four would make money right away from the purchase. Why? <laughs> Why sell Gearbox? That's a golden goose, really. Were they the ones that shut down Volition just recently too? Was yes. that Embracer? Yeah. All right, so yeah, so they shut down Volition and now they're selling off Gearbox, and they were the ones that bought. Edios and Crystal Dynamics off of Square, Square Enix, right? So yeah, apparently they've been doing buying all these things and then I guess they just didn't know what to do with them or they were expecting very different results than what they got. Yeah, I guess it's just, obviously it must not be profitable for them to hold on to these things. So I guess they want to get rid of them. I've seen a lot of calls on Twitter of people saying like, oh, Microsoft should make Gearbox their next acquisition. I severely hope so. I don't want to see more... 
multi-platform things go exclusive that would be oh yeah horrible in my mind but uh, yeah but then at the same time i'm like i don't know who should buy them because yeah i don't think necessarily having tencent buy them would be a great option either so yeah it's just it just makes me wonder what's going on over at embracer that they've been having all this gaming news and it's all kind of doom and gloom over there so i'm really curious what's going on makes me think i still have tiny tina in my backlog my friends and i just finished that last week oh how was it because i heard it was again it was a very good game with very good results financial results Good it's thing. pretty good. I, I think I enjoyed Borderlands 2 more, but it's pretty good. 2 was fantastic, even better than third. It's really such a high high quality, even, even if it's subpar, it's still very good. Okay, Anton, let's move on to your second story. Yes, I'm skirting around video games today, right? I'm not going to talk about video games actually, but around it. We have seen this year in cinema, you have seen uh, Sonic, you have seen Mario Bros., more recently, you, so, so Sonic is a half-life action, I would say, with a bit of animated Sonic. Mario Bros. was fully animated. More recently, you had uh, One Piece, which was absolutely excellent as a uh, live action on Netflix. If you haven't seen, I really recommend it. It's really good. And the latest uh, rumor is on Legends of Zelda, which is fantastic. There was a rumor of... Um, at some point, Netflix said they wanted to do a live action, same play, same as uh, One Piece. Nintendo said, no, thank you, but no, you won't do that. So that's, if you were hoping for this, forget it. That's official. Nintendo put the veto. After that, Illumination, the guys who made Mario Bros., there was a rumor that Zelda would be the next animated movie, which would have been logical because after Mario Bros., Sansa and the big video game franchise could have been incredible. But right now, the latest news, and there's, there's a guy on uh, X, previously Twitter, called My Time to Shine Hello, who's apparently a prominent, quote, prominent and largely trustworthy movie industry insider, who recently posted on, on uh, X that Universal is going to do a Zelda movie, a Zelda live action, not animated, a Zelda live action. So it's just coming from one guy on X, which... Apparently, the guest was worthy, but there's no official news. But that would be great. What do you think about the Zelda movie? I'd be super happy. I'd be curious what direction they would go with it. Like, you can have a Mario movie that would be really goofy, and it works. As far as Legend of Zelda, I, I feel like you could go goofy with it, but I, I don't feel like it would work as well. I feel like it needs a bit more of a serious tone. So I'd be really curious to see mm. what kind of story they would want to tell with it. Because I think... Just the nature of an animated film and the style of Zelda would make it appear very much like the kind of film that you would expect to be a children's movie. But I feel like the tones of a lot of the Zeldas are a little bit more mature than that. They're still approachable, but I feel like they're typically a little bit darker and that sort of thing. So I'd be really curious to see what kind of story they do with it. The thing is, basically, with Zelda, you have all the building blocks you had in Uncharted. I don't know if you saw Uncharted. That was a so-so movie on a good license. But again, you have lots of exploration, lots of uh, cave diving or dungeon exploring. You have Zelda and Link, which are clearly identified. You have Ganondorf and Ganon and the bad guy. You have the building blocks for it. And in terms of game... You had so many different games from the Skyward Sword, the Breath of the Wild, the Twilight, where Link is actually a wolf. You have, they can go in so many directions. They just need imagination. 
as long as you write a good script, you can go wherever you want there with Zelda. So you have a good building blocks and I'm just afraid they would, I just hope they won't go the road that most video games movie went like Uncharted, like Monster Hunter. Ugh, Monster Hunter. Jesus, as a Resident Evil. We'll see what he, we'll see what he does. I just hope that uh, they, they take that time to write a good script or even stick to a, stick to a game. It works very well for One Piece. They didn't very really go, they didn't adapt much of the manga. They just took literally what was there in anime in the translated very well into an action, uh, action movie, into a live action. And it went fantastic. That's also an option. Adam, did you watch the One Piece? TV show on Netflix? I have not. I've been hearing good things about it, but really? I have not watched it. It's good. It's not very good. I've heard the opposite things from like Taiwanese people. Like they're all like, yeah, man, this is terrible. How did Netflix do this? That Just was why I didn't Taiwanese do it because I was like, I don't have high expectations. IGN I'd, on Cowboy Bebop, which was terrible. And One Piece gave a six out of 10. Why? And, the, and the thing was, it's far too close to the original content. That's the point! You criticize the main point of the story. Anyway, we're not talking about One Piece here. I just don't get some, some people. What do you want? If it's too close to the original content, you criticize. If it's too away from the original content, you, you criticize. What do you want, people? You can't do half half. I was just asking, what are some of the criticisms? I haven't talked to anybody here who's watched it. But my brother-in-law is a huge One Piece fan. But yeah, I haven't talked to him about I don't think he's watched the new show. Look at IGN, you'll see the reviews. It doesn't make sense. At all. I, I guess the, the consensus here from from our age, actually, like my partner, my two of my friends as well, all, all ladies, actually, they're like, this is not the way the comic book was when they read it when they were growing up. Um, and this is not the way the cartoon is as it is here on, on TV in Taiwan. And they were like, the people they chose to be the actor and actresses don't look anything like in the comic books. Again, what? I didn't watch anything. This is just what they said. I'm like, okay. So even no. a big thing here recently is people watch these summarized versions in Chinese of the actual thing. So instead of the show being like nine episodes, my partner was like watched three hours and it summarized everything. And you like, you missed all the story. I'm like, wow, this is just so terrible. I don't want to watch all the story. I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, it's that on the contrary, apart from one character, which is, which has been net <laughs> anyway, you will understand. All the characters are extremely good, extremely well rendered. The only one is because that's very well on to draw a very long nose. It's just not human, humanly possible to, anyway, no, I, I have to disagree on this. The, the, the cosmetic aspect of the show is the best. And the story was already written before, and the story was already ground. And no, I, I just can't agree with that. Come on, come in the content and and oh, and tell that you agree with me, and I won't take any. You know, that's there's no republic here. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can compromise on other stuff, but not here. No, no problem. I think this is going to be a short. I want to test an anime short on on YouTube and Instagram to see how it does. Okay, and take two. On that note, Adam, your second story. So for my second one, Xbox is going to be offering MasterCard. So Xbox is partnering with Master MasterCard to create the Xbox MasterCard. They have, I believe it's five different designs. Let me bring up my notes here. So they have, all right, so they have five iconic designs, and you can also customize it with your customized gamer tag. So if you want to put your gamer tag on there, you can. Any 
time you spend any money on it, you will be earning points that you can redeem on the Microsoft Store. So basically for every dollar that you spend, you will be getting one point and one point is effectively worth. This is going to launch exclusively for the Xbox Insider Program members in the US on September 21st. It will be open to all US-based Xbox users next year. As I said, it will give you one reward point for each dollar you spend on purchases. Five, do- five points per dollar spent on the Microsoft Store and three points per dollar spent on uh, specific streaming services or dining, for example, if you use it for Netflix or Disney Plus or Grubhub or DoorDash, uh, you will be getting three points for every dollar spent. And as I said, each point is worth one US cent. That'll eventually add up. And the APR is going to be there are three different rates. There's uh, 20.99%, 26.99%, and 31.99%, depending on uh, the results of a credit poll. So when they look at that, then yeah, that's what I heard a lot of people online were saying like, that's on the, uh, it's like, they said typically 30% is the high end, and this one goes up to 31.99. So they said it is a bit, it's within the range of average, but it is on the higher end of average. Uh, also, your first purchase will award you 5,000 points which is a $50 value straight off the bat and three months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for free. When you get your card, the first thing you buy, you're automatically getting 50 points to spend on the Xbox store and three months of Game Pass. So yeah, if you are a huge Xbox fan, then I guess this might be worthwhile because you can just get points towards what you want. And if you're not such a huge fan, maybe that APR might be a bit high, but yeah. Just remember to pay a credit card. as you. Yeah, just make sure you stay on top of it. Should have no problems. I'm glad you chose the story, Adam, because I, I saw this. And I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. I hate uh, my two, three existing credit cards. They are the most boring looking credit cards in the world. And the worst part is you just go to the store and you tap it. I'm like, I got to look at this plain blue, boring credit card all the time. Oh, God, I hate you so much, but you're just so useful. So I would love an Xbox and I'd love to put my game tag on. And it sucks that it's only going to be for the US, which is... It must be a pilot program just to make sure that it works. Yeah, because I'm sure in the beginning, yeah. It also says Xbox users, so I guess you must have some sort of Xbox account in order to do it. But yeah, it's only for the premium members at first anyway, so this is probably some pilot program. On the interest rate, it makes sense. Again, going back to Apple, right? Apple launched their Apple credit cards last year or two years ago. And JP Morgan was their primary benefactor. JP Morgan was like, yeah, we can help you out. From what I understand is these bigger banks who are helping companies like Apple, companies like Microsoft do these credit cards. It's not super profitable, which explains the high APR, which going back to what Anton Adams said, yeah, please do pay a credit card bills at the end of the month. I don't even have a credit card. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. It's not that hard. <laughs> okay. And I'll talk about my second story. My second story today is, is a bundle. If you're already back in school or... Um, if you're in Taiwan, right, Taiwan has monthly big exams and your, your son or your daughter says, hey, mom, if I get amazing grades on my month exam for September, can you buy me a, a new monitor or a gaming PC and, or gaming gadgets, whatever it is? So today I'm going to talk about a monitor. I know a lot of people are still using 1080p monitors. Honestly, it's 2023. You should be using a 4K monitor. 4K monitors are have come down a lot. Matt and I talked about this on the show last week. I paid $1,000 for my current 4K monitor six seven years ago and now you can get a 4k monitor for roughly on the very low end three hundred dollars again all the way up to two three thousand dollars because they're like they're so prevalent 
So I saw this monitor and it's the LG Ultra Gear UHD. So it's 32 inch. Key features is HDR as well. HDR, of course, makes your, your colors pop, makes it look better. It is 144 megahertz. So again, 144 megahertz, way better. When I bought my 4K monitor, I was stuck at 60 and I'm still stuck at 60. I remember the days of 120 megahertz and they, it's just, it looks smoother and it plays better. And then, so this monitor actually comes into 160, 144 and 260 megahertz options. I have yet to see a 260 megahertz monitor, so I can't tell you how does it actually look. But if you have experience, please let me know down in the comments. But yeah, 4K resolution, 144 megahertz, NVIDIA G-Sync and AMD FreeSync together, which is also good. Those are solutions that sort of match your frame rate to what you're playing in the game. The current price of the monitor on Amazon is about $650 at the moment. So that includes shopping, to, sh shopping, shipping to Taiwan. So that's the Taiwanese price. You get it much, a little bit cheaper in the U.S. because there's none of that sort of like shipping that you'd have to deal with to Taiwan. But yeah, if you're looking for a 4K monitor, the LG Ultra Gear is really nice. As you would know, in, in Korea, Korea makes a lot of the panels for phones and monitors around the world. It is a quality panel, good monitor specs, something for your kids, something for yourself. I think 32 inch on your desktop, on your desk is, is a decent size. It's not too big where you'd have to sit back. It's not too small. And especially at 4K, the beauty of 4K is you get to fit a lot of stuff. Like you get to have your middle-aged gaming stuff, your work stuff, your gaming stuff. It, it, it's the perfect blend as a middle-aged gamer for work and gaming all together. And new monitors have that sort of picture in picture where you can have two windows running separately and they still look really good. So basically two 1080p windows um, to be able to work and potentially game at the same time. So good deal. Let me know what you think. Um, if you're looking for more suggestions, I can always give some of those as well. All right, the guys look like no questions so we can keep moving on and smashing in the stories today into today's episode. I'm trying story number three.